I'm Alan. I'm a storyteller running the game. Uh, this is my world in which I'm an angry god. <laughs> I'm Anthony, and I play Oliver Connor, the older twin of Charlie and part of the mysterious tribe who just recently turned into a werewolf. I'm Olivia, or I'm Brooke. I play Olivia Connor, uh, Oliver's twin, uh, Charlie's only daughter. Um, and I just am a nature guide who just, you know, wanted to live life, and now I'm dealing with supernatural things. Fantastic. I am Stick. I am Charlie Connor, perhaps the most obnoxious uh, father uh, known to man, uh, conspiracy nut, ex-FBI agent, uh, and now apparently a slavering wolfman. Uh, so looking forward to, you know, eating my first part. I mean, what? Uh, yes. <laughs> that would be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, let's not have Mr. Gray come after us. Anyway. Yeah, I'm Chris, and uh, I play Frank Jr. I'm a cop, a bit of alcoholic cop in Knoxville, Tennessee. Wow, it sounds unbelievable. Christopher Walken? Sounds that exactly you? perfectly accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah. Star power really went up on this episode. Uh, that was really good. That's going to be hard to follow. Okay, I think I'm the last one. I am Chrissy, and I play Rivera Jones. I am Olivia and Oliver's aunt and uh, brother, or no, Luke is my brother. <laughs> well, Frank Jones is my brother, and I am an archaeologist. After lunch, y'all head out into the woods, um, and... Uh, I'll let you know this. Uh, uh, oh, Charlie is still kind of fucked up. You are, uh, you feel weirdly disoriented being out in the woods like this because of all the, the strange scents that you never noticed before and whatnot. Uh, but uh, uh, Oliver, you can easily like lead everyone that. back to uh, uh, Frank's oh. lean-to hut. Um, have y'all ever actually been to his encampment, or have you just met him in the no. woods? No, we've never been there. Okay. Uh, you are able, without difficulty, to track him uh, past the trees with the markings, say, come no further. Uh, and um, uh, nothing uh, interferes with you. Uh, and you are able to. Uh, um, after another 30 minutes, uh, find your way to a clearing. Um, it's a pretty big open space, uh, probably about 40 feet across, and there is a, uh, a very crude shack put up in the woods. Uh, and um, um, Howard is... Uh, um, he is sitting to a campfire, a small campfire, uh, in front of the shack, uh, and he has a, a cooking pot of some kind. I can't remember the word. Uh, a cast iron pot uh, 
that uh, is mounted above an open flame, uh, and he is, uh, you know, tossing what looks like weeds into it, as far as you can tell. Uh, and he's wearing uh, just some uh, cut off uh, sweatpants, uh, or just uh, not cut off, but just sweatpants, and uh, that's it. Um, hey, Howard. So this is the whole family. Hi. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of caught Charlie up a little bit. Well, introduce yourselves, people. I don't know. I might as well be neighborly if y'all come out. I'm Olivia. I'm the sister. I guess. Mm. Hi. And he looks over. He's Matt Rivera. He looks over at Frank. Alan, I'm trying to decide if if what I should do because I'm I'm still really freaked out by. I mean, I took a derangement from this from seeing him turn into a giant bear. Good point. So I probably. <laughs> Uh, I'll just, I'm just real nervous. Okay. Frank. So he gets up and walks over to uh, the three Connors and um, kind of walks a little circle around you, sniffing as he does. Two wolves. still very confused. Yeah, two wolves and one who's not a wolf. Although it does run in the family. Runs in the family? Yeah. He pokes Charlie and the chest is you. What's your name again? Charlie. Last name. Shit, I forgot my wife's name. Um, <laughs> Please, God, tell me you did not say that out loud. <laughs> I did not, but I'm looking for my, my shit. I think it's like Mia or something. Yeah, I think it's Mia. We'll go with that for now. Hold, on. Hold on, I've got the, the family history right Schmidt. Is, um, Yeah, it's Mia. Look at my memory. Proud of myself. Look at you go. <laughs> Remember my mom's name. Proud of me. Hey, that's what your last name was. Oh, uh, Connor. Connor, yes. Yeah. Her last name? Your last name. Yeah. I don't know no Connors. Who's your mom and daddy? Oh, Lord. Hold on, I'll pull it back up. It's Lawrence and, um, and Amelia. Uh, actually, it is yes. No. Yeah, Lawrence and Amelia. Right? Is that yours or is that? Yeah, no, that's it. No, no. I don't reckon either one of them was a wolf, huh? Uh, not not to my um, not to my knowledge. (laughs) No strange behavior. Wandering around the woods, changing into wolves. Eating things randomly. Pretty pretty normal people. <laughs> yeah. I I think they would have mentioned it. They'd be surprised. 
But uh, y'all got it somewhere back in your family. How can it be somewhere back in our family if this, whatever this is, just happened? Well, I think, and this is just me, you know, speculating. You two, now, I said, did you tell him what happened at the grotto? What exactly led to all this? Um, I probably would have. Okay. Like the, the gist of it, anyway. Well, y'all, from what I've done been told, it points to Rivera and Frank, y'all to a brother and sister, and somehow y'all got George to take you into that cave or something, right? Well, God is a strong word. Yes. <laughs> and then he points over to Charlie and Oliver. You two went in without permission. That may have happened. In all fairness, there wasn't a sign or anything. It's just a just a cave I mean, hole. who knows what they were doing? Couldn't let them just go in there alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it seemed like one of those sex calls to me. The way I figure, going in without George's express permission into one of his sacred spaces, that counts as barely as defiling a sacred space. And since y'all both got a little touch of the wolf in you anyway from somewhere, uh, that was enough for Waya to lay the curse on you. So, so what do we do about it? Do, is there, is there a way to get rid of it? Well, I've been trying not to be a wear bear since uh, 1933. Mm. So not easily. I've been trying to get out of the woods since 1933 and can't do it. Of course, my curse is a little more complicated than yours. Hmm. So what do we do in the meantime? You, he, uh, Oliver said that you told him that it was dangerous for him to be around people tonight. Where's he supposed to go? And Charlie? I'm, I'm not sure I buy that, but I, I'm willing to humor you. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for your generosity. It is thing to do is just leave their dumbasses here and you three go like away and then come back tomorrow. I'll make sure they don't, you know, get lost in the woods and, you know, wake up thirty miles from here or something. Um, I'll also make sure that the son of the Anawaya get after him. Because uh the what? You know, the tribe, people y'all were messing around with. Mm-hmm. Except for George, uh, all their warriors are just like y'all. Well, no, no, they're not like y'all. They're, they they change uncontrollably, but uh, they're not wild like y'all are going to be. 
Are they any danger of hurting each other? Mm. Oh, yeah. One, I mean, if one of them pisses off the other, I'm sure they'll go scrapping at it. But, you know, they heal real fast. Oh, God. Charlie, you're going to die. Oliver, I'm going to need you to not kill our dad. No promises. I would like for you to promise me. Rock, paper, scissors for it. If you beat me in rock, paper, scissors, I won't kill him. Or severely <laughs> maim him. I, I would rather not leave that up to chance. I would rather you just, you know, not want to murder your father because he's mildly annoying sometimes. No, I, doubt, I doubt either of y'all could hurt seriously the other because y'all heal real fast now. Mm. Now that not only y'all has the tools to actually kill the other. I could, of course, kill both of you with ease if I was inclined to, but, you know, I'm, I'm a nice neighborly. Mm. Mm. It doesn't seem like we have too many other options. I would ask Howard, why is he helping us? Uh, I don't rightly know, to be honest. Um, Y'all showed up out of nowhere. Messed around with stuff you didn't know what it was. Hmm. Y'all got a connection to werewolves. Y'all got a connection to whoever owns that cabin. Y'all just real connected. And one of y'all met Mr. Gray, which is, which one was that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've met him. Several of us have met him. But uh, I think Aunt Rivera met him in a scarier capacity. <laughs> Well, he can be scary when he chooses to be. Um, hang on for a minute. And he turns and he walks back into his little you know, one-room shack. And he comes back a few minutes later, and he is carrying in his hand uh, what looks like a silver dollar. And he spits on it and rubs it for a second. And then he looks at it and says, Heads, I'll help them out. Tails, they're on their own. <laughs> and he flips it and catches it with his eyes closed. Okay, I'll make y'all an offer. Actually, see, I'm conflicted because I could help y'all out. But especially with little Charlie here, I get the feeling that y'all might need to go through a change before uh, y'all believe this is real and that shit is serious before y'all actually listen to me. Oh, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll listen. I just, I have so many questions. <laughs> you might have noticed that I'm a man of few words. I, I gathered that. And also, I, I kind of, you know, got the impression that 
None of y'all like authority. That tracks. And yeah, that, that, that's, that's genetic trait. I just look at Frank, who is authority. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like it. <laughs> so while we're chatting about this, have you ever, uh, I don't know, run across normal people that just shoot them and they just don't die, but they're not wolves? Are you talking, you're talking to, me, uh, to Howard? Or to Howard, yeah, to Howard. Because now I'm thinking back to Crazy Pants McGee that I definitely shot at the um, at my house that did not drop. <laughs> and you saw he had fangs out of character, I say. Yeah, yeah. And I and I mentioned that he had fangs and uh, that he uh, he tried to make me fall asleep, which didn't really. Oh yeah, like... yeah. He's a werewolf. Uh, shit, no, he's not a werewolf. He's a vampire. Mm, okay. Vampires are real. You know, okay. that can't be much of a surprise to know that vampires are real. I'm Is there totally handling this well. Anything else? Uh, goblins, elves, witches. Don't answer that. I'm not. I'm not mentally capable of handling. Well, I've never been a elf or a goblin. Um, there's folks who got magic powers. Oh, fantastic. They kind of stick to themselves, though, so you wouldn't, probably don't need to worry about them. I don't know any, well, I say I don't know of any around this neck of the woods. Um, but, you know, there may be somebody hiding in Knoxville. To be honest, I was one of them, you know, before all this shit happened. Oh, what shit? Your your curse? Yeah, it was <clears throat> people with uh, magic powers. They they're real curious, and uh, I thought there was some interesting stuff out here in the woods. So I came right here and put my fucking nose into it, and now I turn into a bear all the time. And um, I mean, in fairness, you weren't wrong. There were interesting things out here. Mm-hmm. And I'm also stuck with protecting them and watching over them and, and stuck out here in the woods. I would think you would have some sympathy for our particular situation. I appreciate that. Alright. I'll lay it out for you. Uh, right now, you two are what they call feral wolves. That means when you change, you won't be in control. You'll be an animal. Very hungry animals. Have you noticed that you are a lot more interested in eating meat than you were before? I mean, that's really hard to judge considering how much I love bacon. But sure. Yes. There's a there's ways that uh, you can be what's called a bound wolf. Which means you'll still change. Every time it's a full moon, you're going to change. That You can't get away from that. Uh, but you can still have a human mind. Well, how do they do that? Well, he looks down at that uh, silver dollar again, like he's regretting tossing it. Uh, I can do it for him. 
there's going to be a price involved, and that's where that whole not like an authority bit comes in. I'll just go through the normal change because fair enough. I feel like that'd be the better option to do um, personally. So, so what's this? Uh, what's this other? This alternate change? I'm sorry, what was, I couldn't hear. The alternate. So, what's change? this? Uh, the alternate change. What I said, you'll change, but you'll keep your human mind. It's in a wolf body. I'm very interested in this. <laughs> Catch is you call it being a bound wolf because you're a bound wolf. Whoever whoever does it for you works some magic on you. You got to do what they say while you're bound. Like an alpha type situation? Um, no, uh, stronger than that. Stronger. And who would be capable of the binding? Well, I can. I'm just not sure if I want to. It's, it's got its own drawbacks for me. Although, it would be helpful if I had someone who could go into town and, especially y'all from Knoxville, right? Yeah. Maybe keep me apprised of what's going on over there since y'all have made all these new friends. I mean, if you can help them, that that's that's a trade-off we can do. For sure. Well, yeah. I mean, there's only one of you that gets to say yes or no. And I fully understand if you want to say no because it's a big step. And hmm. that he just looks at Charlie and shrugs. Hold on, I'm actually reading the rules for that right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm still not sure if we should trust this guy. Are you saying that to us privately or are you saying that in front of him? So I know if anything. Uh, privately. Okay. Probably I mean, try I... to get that across with like a look or something. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if he wanted to hurt us, he would have when he destroyed the cabin. So yeah. I guess he did come close to that, but... I was kind of worked up. Oh, Ballard sure, though, ain't you? What? I didn't hear you. Sorry about the cars, though. I was worked up. Ballard sure, though, ain't you? My car's fine. Uh, oh, yes. oh, yeah. I said yes, I was insured. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what Olivia knows versus what I know. <laughs> so you did you out of character? Did he say Mr. Gray was a vampire, or just that the dude that Charlie saw was a vampire? The dude I saw was a vampire. Okay. Did anybody ask about Mr. Gray? I I will ask about Mr. Gray right now. That's why I was trying to figure out. Um. So so Mr. Gray, how does he? tie into all of this because he seems fairly interested in what we know do you, do you know is he involved with anything in the, the magic community that you mentioned not the magic no he's a vampire ah, mm. he's just 
is just a smarter and older and more powerful one than all those Mm. Mm. All right, great, great. This Santee, he, yeah, he's the, not looking the, for us. The thing is, vampires and, well, most, you know, monsters, uh, we like to hide. Uh, and we're real good at it. Because most of the time, uh, Regular humans can't remember the weird shit we do once it's over. They don't want to forget about it. But sometimes they don't. And uh, the vampires, because there's some of them that are old enough to remember the actual Inquisition. And Mm. they didn't like it the first time and don't want it to happen again. So they have this little organization uh, 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 and uh, that keeps an eye on things, and when people are making too much noise, they come down and cut it down. And Mr. Gray worked for them and has for a long, long time. So, so are we in danger because we know things, or does he just like wipe your memory like he did with Aunt Rivera? Uh, usually he'll just wipe your memory. Um, he might drink all your blood and then make an accident for you. Mm. Kind of depends mm. on whether he's hungry that night, to be honest. Mm. This bodes well. This man has my home address. Told you should have run away originally. Okay, well, sorry I tried to do a good thing and help the police. Huh. Yeah, yeah okay. nothing good ever comes of that. Mm. Well, no worries. Learned my lesson there. So would he... How do we think he would react if he learned what Charlie and Oliver are now? Uh, that kind of depends on what they do with it. And if you get head on your shoulders, then uh, and get your shit under control, you'll probably have a live and let live. Well, a dead and let live policy, as far as them. Uh, if y'all are, you know, every full moon, you know, going out into a public place, and you know eating babies or whatever, then uh, he might, you know, track you down and kill you. Mm -hmm. So either get bound by somebody or, uh, um, like I say, invest in a really strong panic room. So they can't learn to control it without being bound? Oh, you can. Takes a, a long time. Mm. Collecting five experiences up here. Fine, long time. Is the binding permanent? No. No, it can be broken. And in fact, uh, I would be willing to, you know, swear an oath that would put a time limit on it. If you got no reason to trust, yeah, I got no reason to trust me or anybody else. 
I'm just making the offer. Just, you know, you silver dollar said to. Well, one of us should keep our sanity, so I'll take you up on that. So I have finally read the rules for werewolves. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> now, as I just say, so you know, it is uh, five experiences, plus you have to role play uh, breaking the curse. And there's several ways to do it. I just haven't seen okay. those yet. Uh, oh, to break the curse or to. I'll say break, break the, the curse. Ball. At this point, you will never not be a werewolf. Okay. Uh, but uh, there's ways to where you ascend that becoming a free wolf or uh, and uh, wolf. Um, no, a true wolf. I'm sorry. Uh, if you become a true wolf, then you totally control your transformations. Uh, and there's different ways to do it. Uh, most of which involve some degree of danger or spiritual trauma. Um, and I'm still writing those. Uh, okay, that's fair. But I think, but like I say, you also have to spend five experiences. Does anyone have anything close to five experiences yet? I do. <laughs> yeah, but I know you. you I have what? I have, you want to spend I have them on, You want to spend them on cool powers, though. I know you. <laughs> Rivera has three. Oh, I got four. I have exactly five. Okay. And no beats. Well, then, if you want to very quickly uh, become a true wolf, let me know in the next week, and I'll work out how that might happen for you. There will probably be negative consequences of the... Well, there's negative consequences for everything that's going to happen to you, because, you know, it's one of my games. Everyone else is being quiet, so what is everyone else talking about? I'm fully involved with whatever he's saying, you know, if, like, you know, trying to... Mentally prepare myself for the upcoming night. So that's, you know, I'd probably be asking him questions, you know, like the more that he talked, like I'll just tune in. I, at this point, I'm just still trying to come to terms that, that my brother and father are now a werewolf and I met a vampire and a vampire wants to contact my aunt and it's getting very overwhelming. I'm curious on how Howard knows Mr. Gray, and you you made a comment that <clears throat> as long as you didn't eat babies or anything, that Mr. Gray would be fine. So is Mr. Gray this, like, altruistic individual that's trying to oh, do the no. greater good of somehow, or? Oh, no, no. He's, his group is called, they call themselves the Camarilla. I don't know why it's Italian for a little room, uh, but they've been around since around the 14th century, uh, and uh, it's mainly vampires. But they do have uh, werewolves and mages and other weirdos working for them. But their big thing is making sure that no humans, in general. Uh, find, well, no humans find out about uh, monsters and can prove it. I don't mind, you know, some crazy guy running a uh, a podcast. Maybe not a podcast, but never mind. Uh, they would mind some crazy guy hammering about it you know, on the news because you can always lock people like that up. Uh, but 
you know, if a uh, feral werewolf is running around Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, and every full moon, or just people get torn apart mysteriously, uh, you know, that's gonna get things happen. That's gonna, you know, wake people up. And Cambrella don't want that. Is more agreeable than most vampires, I will say that, because he has kind of a broader view on things than most vampires. Most of them just want to drink your blood and be done with it. So, do we think the three of us who aren't werewolves, I guess now, and who technically aren't part of the supernatural community thing y'all got going on, are we in danger of him coming and trying to wipe our memories entirely out if now Charlie and Oliver werewolves or as long as we just don't try and publicize anything, are we okay? Do you think? Well, I'll tell you what I can do. Um, since he has an interest in y'all, like I say, I, I know him informally. Uh, so then Charlie here, if, if Charlie accepts being bound, I can give him my mark, and then he can meet with uh, Gray and know that, and Gray will know that he's under my protection. And then uh, he'll, uh, y'all can work, hopefully work out a deal with him. And how long does that mark last? The, the one protecting them. Um, sure. Well, when, when I buy them, well, we'll work out how long you want it to last. Um, uh, protection, it, as long as as long as he's bound to me. I thought a get out of jail free card. It's just this is a sign that you can show um, certain people, and they'll they'll know that you know, you're working for me. I just want to make sure he's not going to be like your slave for the rest of his life or anything like that if, once he's marked. No, I mean, you know, not for the rest of his life. Hmm. Yeah, you, like I say, you did tell me up front how long you want to last for, and I'll make sure it lasts that long and not anymore. But yeah, wallets, while you're bound to me, if I say jump, you're going to ask how high. Oh, this is going to be fantastic. To be fair, I'm not going to, you know, ask you to jump a whole lot. That's kind of hands off. That's what, I, that's what I figured. Oh. Um. I'm still not sure we can trust this guy. I don't you're, I mean, you're you're the one who's you know playing kissy face or whatever with a vampire. And what makes you think that? Uh, well, you said you met him, and he erased your memory, and he didn't do nothing else to you. And that implies kissy face. Well, you wake up with severe anemia the next day. I woke up fine. Didn't remember it, but I woke up fine. I think probably likes you then. Hmm. Thing is, what other choice do we really have other than to trust him? Because 
He'd been run out of the campsite, the only other people who could potentially save us. We could go back to Knoxville, where Mr. Gray knows at least two of our locations of where we live, if not three, because he can look you up in university and everything. So we're kind of running out of options. Well, I'd like to say to the group, you know, not to Howard, maybe pull him off to the side. It's like, how do we know that Mr. Gray is necessarily the bad guy? I mean, mean, fair, (laughs) but I mean, we did have those when we went. If if Mr. Gray's a vampire, I'm assuming he's working with the ones that attacked us at Charlie's and tried to run me off the road when I went to pick y'all up and there was that one that chased um, Charlie and Oliver out of the house, but it doesn't seem very amicable. I'm not saying he's entirely bad, but he doesn't also seem to be good and with the full moon approaching tonight, I don't think we have any choice but to trust Howard at least for tonight. But just because he's a vampire doesn't mean he's friends with every single vampire that's out there. That's true. All I can assume from what Howard's told us is his goal is to not make the supernatural population public. You you know. Fair. But I think for tonight we don't have any choice but to trust Howard. I don't know about this binding thing, but I think he's the only one who's probably going to keep them from either killing each other or killing us if they don't have any you know, cognizance, that's not the right word, uh, state of mind, if they apparently are turning into wolves tonight. I mean, I don't trust Mr. Gray because I think he's responsible for getting me kicked out of the agency. <laughs> How does that tie into anything? And what makes well, you think that it was Mr. That Gray that was from? responsible for that? Because the tapes, the same tape the same tape that everyone thought I was crazy because they didn't believe it existed. But now we know it existed. Now we know that there are vampires. Vampires covering this shit up. I, I don't feel like that was exclusively Mr. Gray's fault. I think that was... You, you, you do tend to push things a little bit. And it's, did, it was pretty unbelievable. He knew who I was. He'd heard of me. He also could have killed me, but he didn't. Suspicious. Also fair. Frank, you got anything to add? No, I'm probably still pretty spooked being here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we we ought to go back to Knoxville and leave these two here, and let uh, let this gentleman take care of them. I mean, we'll be not be safe at the cabin because if we drive all the way back to Knoxville, they don't have any way to get back to Knoxville, so we'd have to drive all the way back out here. And we can do that, but I think we ought to meet as this long as you think, As long as you think Howard's safe. I, I, I think he's safe in the capacity of tonight. I don't know about... I don't think he's going to do anything, you know, long-term. I don't know about binding myself, He didn't trample us the other night, so he's, you know, he's all we've got right now. But we need to we need to know who all the players are. 
And if this gray is one of the players, we need to know him too. Uh, okay. How about, how about if y'all are down for this? While our lovely, my dad and brother are going through their werewolf thing tonight. The three of us can try and contact Mr. Gray and see what information we can get from him so that in the morning when Charlie and Oliver are back to normal, we can kind of regroup and then take what steps we need to from there. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, that's not the worst idea this group has ever had. Yeah, we've had some pretty bad ideas. Plus, we have to split the party. Came from the smart child. <laughs> a nice split of the party. We can't be with them apparently anyway when they change, so we might as well do something productive while they're going through whatever it is they're going to be going through. Let's do that then. <clears throat> that is the plan. Okay. So, is it, Alan, is it close to um, nightfall? Like, would we have time to go grab our stuff from the cabin? Yeah, it's probably by this point probably around three. Oh yeah, uh, it was like. I would inform you that it's if the rules are kind of weird, um, especially this time of year because it gets dark early. Um, it's 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 the first time. It's either the first time you see the moon after the sun is completely set, or it's about an hour to ninety minutes after the sun is set, whether you see the moon or not. You can't get away from it just by, you know, staying in a, in a room with no windows. So I guess let's go back to the cabin. Um, we can pack up our stuff. And y'all can see us off and then I guess come back to Howard. Or y'all can stay here and we can go back to the cabin and pack up. I don't we'll know go, what all y'all will need for tonight. We'll head back now. Yeah, I guess y'all can have all of that meat that I bought if y'all are apparently hungry. So I'm I'm just gonna pull Howard aside and, and chat with him about the whole binding process and yeah. agreeing he will, uh, he will go off to the side and uh, uh, sit down on a stump. Alright, what kind of hoodoo are we talking about? Yeah, there's a little uh, I'll call it a ritual. But uh, it's uh, uh, some stuff we got to do. There's a stuff called essence, and you know it's what spirits are made of, and uh, magic involves doing stuff with it. And shape shifting, most forms of shape shifting involve it too. So that's where you're gonna uh, uh, what's gonna be involved in that. I have to take some of my essence and put it in you and lock it in there. And it's kind of a, a, a double-edged sword because I can't get it back and use it for anything else while I'm keeping you bound. So I, mm -hmm. I personally do not want to get into a long-term relationship with you. Not my type. I'm okay with that. Short duration sounds good to me. Mm. How about we say this? Uh, we'll do it for the lunar month from today until the next day of the full moon. Sounds and if good. You, you have uh, a better option a month from now, then you take it. I don't know about. And in the 
Can't tell me, you know, for a month, uh, I'm going to have some work for you to do. What do you do for a living? That's fair. I'm a private investigator. <laughs> Seriously, you're a private investigator. Mm-hmm. I'm a consultant. I uh, I used to work for the FBI. Really? And then he, something. He, yeah. He, he reaches back into his pocket and pulls out that silver coin and says, I will let me down. Okay. All right. Then uh, here's the way we're going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do my voodoo on you. And then uh, we'll figure out a way we can stay in contact very early. And I'll have some stuff I want you to investigate back home. That sounds fair. And instead of actually paying you money, I'll make sure you don't, you know, eat any babies. That sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize that was an option. <laughs> does that does that happen a lot? <laughs> People suddenly, you know, if, if you're if you like hang around in a city on the night of the full moon and don't make the proper wow. to, to stay locked up, wow. I mean, so, you think, of it, think of it this way grown people they can run faster than babies. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what an analogy! That is fantastic. That is a lot to unpack there. All right, well, I'll try not to eat any babies. And um... Okay. So, you know, turns back and talks to everybody else. Uh, Carly here and I are going to do a thing. So, uh, it, anyone who's not involved in the thing needs to head on because it's kind of a secret thing. Mm. I saw uh, what happened the last time I interrupted a secret thing. I'm going to the cabin. <laughs> I'll uh, pick up some stuff and uh, head back this way then. Okay. Um, once the three of them are gone, uh, he uh, goes back the cabin, comes back with a bag of some more stuff, and he still has that little cast iron uh, cauldron, basically. He's uh, cooking over an open flame. Uh, and he picks up a stick off the ground and starts stirring it, and he takes some, um, you know, what those, like, roots and, uh, weeds and stuff, and he's just, uh, dropping in this thing, and it's bring it to a boil. Okay, let's make this short and sweet here. Um, go ahead and take your shirt off. Oh, all right. <laughs> I will hesitantly take my shirt off. I'm getting excited. Like I said, you ain't my type. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then while you're doing that, he puts his hands over the cauldron and he starts possibly speaking in tones. You're not entirely sure. Um... But uh, it it sounds kind of like that. It's he's speaking something that doesn't sound like any human language. Um, distinctly unnerving. Um, and after about a minute of this, you have this. You have 
for a second. You want to ask him what's going on, but you have this strong impulse. Keep your mouth shut for once. Oh, okay. Uh, and so you just watch everything. Uh, and uh, he, uh, because you feel that something unnatural is happening. Um, in fact, you would be very, very uncomfortable if it weren't the fact that you yourself were not unnatural right now and you feel like you're adapting to this better. Um, but after several minutes of this, he pulls out of the bag a tin cup uh, and he pulls out to, there's a big draw out of the cauldron and drinks it slowly. And from his expression, it tastes like shit, which is uh, which is disconcerting because he then takes out another draw and hands it to you. All right. Long ago. I will uh, drink it, I guess. <laughs> All right. You will need to roll stamina plus composure to get it down because it is vile. Excellent. Uh, I'll spend a willpower because my stamina is not great. Get a beat. <laughs> you always do zero or five. Uh, you get it down without that only and you do get a beat. God. And then he, he, he stands up and walks around the cauldron and puts his hands on your shoulders and stares deeply in your eye and He's about six inches taller than you are, so it's kind of intimidating. Um, but he looks down at you and fixes your gaze with this incredibly intense uh, expression, and you can't take your eyes off his. All right. And he just said, and you don't say anything, but he just looks at you and says, I will make you a gift of essence. I will bind the wolf inside you for one month until the full moon comes again. And until then, you will serve me. You agree. Yeah, okay. I agree. Yes. Give you one second. Come on. Same with authority, man. <laughs> this <is> magic. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> then he just yelled, do you agree? I agree. Okay. And they go back for a few times. And then he gives a, a his grip on your shoulders tightens for a second, like painfully. Uh, and then his eyes turn red. And he lets go of you and takes a step back. And then he raises his hand high over his head. And just like that, his arm is a bear's arm. And it comes down and claws you right over the heart. And then so that his arm goes back to normal. Uh, and you stagger back. You look down expecting there to be blood. Keeping possibly a, a, a gaping chest wound. But in fact, there is nothing except four uh a very faint scar that is four perpendicular lines over your heart. And just like that, I mean, you don't, you, you feel different. You don't know, you can't articulate how you feel different or how you feel about being a werewolf at this point, but you do 
have this strong impression that if he told you to do something, it would be real hard for you to say no. You just look back up at him and um, probably not the word master is going through your head, uh, but some suitable synonym that fits your personality. That is your relationship. Gotcha. Boss man. All right. Yep. I this. Listen, I had I worked so hard not to, not to make a right to bear arm jokes in the middle of that. I'm just saying. Um, I, I, that was wise of you. <laughs> <laughs> because it was there. All right, that's uh. That's okay. It. <laughs> so, you want to field test this? Sure. I probably want to take your pants off. Uh, all right, I'm going to go find a tree. <laughs> okay. Because not all of us are used to scampering the woods around naked. Uh, you get used to it. Oh, God. I will I will de-pants and, uh, and fold everything and neatly put it uh, in a little pile. Okay, and it doesn't mean everything. Um, all right. Brace yourself. Change. And <laughs> your whole body feels like it has just caught fire. And you hear this agonizing sound, which is the sound of every single bone in your body breaking all at once. And you fall forward down the ground. Uh... Everyone's gone back to the cabin by now. Anthony, uh, make a uh, wits plus composure roll with the, all the usual bonuses. And you don't get nine again because it's not smell, but yeah, you do get the uh, wits plus investigation plus two plus alert, which is one. Um, so wits investigation and plus three, right? Yeah. Two successes. So at this point, you're back in the cabin. Uh, I probably just walk through the door of the cabin, and then in the distance you hear something that, despite your best efforts, sends a shudder on your back. Is the sound of someone screaming in absolute agony that, in the middle, turns into a wolf howl. Uh, and uh, Charlie, back in the clearing, you fall to the ground on all fours, and then you just shake your head, and you finally stop making that awful noise. And you look around and uh, look down, and you see these in legs covered in hair with little claws on the end. Uh, and sort of look behind you, and hey, there's a you got a tail now. Uh, and this is this is very disorienting for you at first, but within just a few minutes, you get used to it. But yes, you are now in your wolf form. You are you still have all your normal intelligence. And uh, Howard looks at you and says, Hey, you all there? Uh, well, I can't talk, so. Well, try. Um, can I talk? I try uh, and talk. What, what comes out is sort of a, a sort of weird half bark, half wine. Uh, and he says, 
sort of. I mean, I can understand you. Uh, that's going to take some getting used to. <laughs> this, this whole thing's going to take some getting used to. I just bear sometimes. Uh, but yeah, uh, any uh, any other werewolf can understand you, and I can understand you, and there's some magical shit that lets other people understand you. But most people will just think you're Crawling and barking. All right. Good time. Uh, you want to spend a little time like this? I figure probably want to. I can make you turn back whenever with a word, uh, but you just went through it the first time. I reckon it hurt, right? Yes. Okay. Tremendous. Um, so I would recommend waiting a little bit before you change back. Um, oh. Go back to the cabin and say hi to the family. <laughs> sure, that sounds like a tremendous idea. <laughs> I will I will trot trot my furry ass over to the cabin. Okay. So Anthony, you you heard that. What is your response to that? I uh, would probably just assume he turned. Um I'm hearing about the whole him control it. Uh, him, you know, basically being bonded to him that, you know, he made him change or showed him how he could change. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, although it does still give you a little bit of a shudder because now you're thinking, man, is it going to hurt like that when I do it in probably about three hours? Um, but uh, you go back in, and uh, everyone else is packing their stuff. Uh, and uh, a few minutes later, uh, there is a scratching at the door. I go peek through the window at it. Uh, there is a uh, gray wolf uh, perch. Well, I will, you can decide what color wolf you are, by the way. Um, I'm here to make. I'll uh, about that. Oh, that'll that'll take some careful consideration. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's just sort of sitting on its hind legs with one paw scratching at the door. Guys, there's a wolf at the door. <laughs> is that is that Charlie? <laughs> well, you know, I for come a fact, to there, are not, there are not supposed to be any wolves in the Cherokee National Forest. Hmm. Hmm. And is he going to eat us if I open this door? <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> do you think Howard's got him, or is he here to eat us? He does not seem aggressive. He does not seem aggressive at all. In fact, he is—he seems basically domesticated. He is sitting on his haunches, um, and when he looks over and sees you at the window, he just sort of ruff. Almost friendly, like. Oh, yes, and I open the door. Okay, and he drops in. Yep. Trot in. Pauses to sniff at you, and uh, you go there, and you quickly, basically, memorize everyone's sin. And it's weird for you now because you smell as a wolf the way you saw things as a human being. That's so <laughs> you, you now basically have a mental image of what they all smell like and can always recognize it. All right, then. 
Hey, Charlie. That's Can I understand people? <laughs> you understand people fine. You just can't communicate with them. Okay. How well, no, that difficulty. I mean, you can like, you know. I will turn and look at, at Olivia. <laughs> this is so strange. I'm talking to my, my wolf dad. My dad's a wolf. Okay. Are you, you're, uh, words. Howard didn't. You did whatever it was with Howard, and you're you're not going to eat us. Uh, I shake my head, then I wander over to the fridge and paw at the fridge. Oh, great! Okay. Uh, the penalty for uh, trying to use a dex roll that would normally involve hands is on there somewhere. I think it's minus two. Oh, no, no, I'm not trying to open the fridge. I'm just trying to like paw at the fridge. Okay. It's a real you're and you're a dog. Dogs intelligent dogs are perfectly capable of opening refrigerators. Yeah. I'll just bite it and pull the handle open if I want. Yes, mm -hmm. actually that's what I do. I bite it and pull the handle open. Okay. Uh, so you can do that without difficulty. Okay. Uh where's the beer kept? <laughs> Charlie Charlie, you're gonna drool all over the food. Please get out of the fridge. And he, he pulls back, and in his powerful jaws is uh, uh, a six-pack. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to bring it over and put it down your feet. I'm not opening a beer for you. You're a wolf. No, I just pick it up and put it on the counter. Well, Charlie, you are so going the trickster path, I can tell. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, be, be sure and read those gifts. Oh, I already did. <laughs> I, just, I just put the beer on the counter. What, yeah. Why did you think I thought this was a good idea? Because that's the only way to get Trickster Path. Just to get bound. <laughs> or be a true wolf. Well, that's here. Alright. My day just continues to get stranger and stranger. I need to talk to my therapist. No, don't talk to your therapist. That's, that's when the Camarilla will come after you. Oh, yeah, no. Can't talk to my therapist. Definitely can't be doing that, then. It's true. I don't need anyone else after me. It's a terrible idea. Okay. Well. Here's how we're going to leave it off. Uh, Olivia, uh, Rivera, and uh, Frank will leave. And uh, you will remain behind with your wolf dad. Um, and, uh, about an hour before sunset, um, you have a, uh, Charlie, a strong instinct to go back to Howard's place and to bring your son with you. Okay. I will do that because he can understand me as a wolf, right? He cannot. I thought you said other werewolves could understand. Uh, he's not a lycanthrope, though. Mm. In his human form. Oh. Uh, well, in his human form, he can't understand him, and in his wolf form, he's a spider and beast. Uh, but uh, yeah, any uh, there, there's actually a kid that lets you communicate with anyone, I think. But uh, that's okay. all um, But I, I will assume that you can communicate with him to come with you. Oliver, are you, are you going with your wolf dad? Yeah, I'll follow him. Okay. 
and uh, as you are walking through the woods, uh, you keep you know scratching yourself like your while your body hair is itchy and you feel really uncomfortable in your clothes, um, constricted and shit. Um, uh, and a uh, little bit after sunset, right as the sun is setting, um, uh, well, I will say one thing. Uh, both of you, uh, when you get back outside, after the sunset, uh, you, and this might be an issue, uh, you both each, apparently, you each get two more rage the first time you see the full moon. So let me know if that puts you over your resolve plus composure. It does not. It does not. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, you get back to the edge of uh, the clearing where Howard's Shack uh, uh, is, uh, and he's, you know, take it again. Um, and yeah, he's actually doing stretches because he's apparently about to go uh, there. Uh, you know what I mean? And he looks at you and he says, All right, you want to know what it feels like? Get ready. I'll take all my clothes off and prepare myself mentally. And uh, you find that it is impossible to prepare for this because, like he, like Troy experienced earlier, just out of nowhere. I mean, you look up at the moon a few times, but uh, you, it's not time yet. Uh, but then. Yeah, I don't know, or you're like talking to him, and then in mid sentence, you stop and you just let out a blood curdling scream as your entire body catches fire and all your bones start breaking. And there's this loud crunch as your upper and lower jaw just suddenly extend about three inches, uh, and you feel new teeth, extra teeth growing into place, uh, and you drop to the ground. Uh, the only difference between what you're going through and what you're going through is that you don't come out of it with this memory of, oh, I'm a wolf now. No, you come out of it hungry. And um, Charlie, you are actually unnerved by the intensity of the growl from your son and all the, the, the drool that immediately starts coming out of his mouth. Uh, and uh, and for both of you, it took about a minute to fully change. Uh, but uh, Oliver looks over towards uh, uh, Howard, who just sort of sort of gives him a kind of a smug look, actually. Uh, and uh, it looks like Oliver might charge him, and then Howard just falls down to the ground. And for him, it's just literally a second. Is a woman. He's a naked dude. The next minute, he is a full-sized adult uh, black bear, uh, not the giant demon bear that you saw before, that attack before, whether you remember him or not. Uh, actually, uh, Charlie, did, did Charlie actually see the bear and block it out? Oh yeah, he saw, saw it and blocked it out. Okay, uh, that memory is now back. 
great. You and you're not you're not having like a little mental breakdown over it. You have that's, this. That's, okay, wow, he can turn in he can turn into a bear almost the size of a house. Um <laughs> and uh and uh and uh Oliver uh well, that brings Oliver to a pause and and he is smart enough not to attack something that much bigger than him. Uh, and then he looks around, sniffs the air, and then he bounds off into the woods. And uh, 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 Howard looks over at you and growls in a way that says, "You're faster than me. You follow him, All right. and I'll be after you." Before yeah. we go, and I guess before I left the cabin and could still use a computer, uh, just because I don't want to try and remember it next week, can I try and do an online search for? just generally more of our family history since we apparently somewhere have wolves in our background. So we're going to be all into Mr. Gray stuff next week. I mean, nobody else has to stay. I just wanted to just do a quirk. If I just roll a dice or whatever to see what I can. Uh, roll. Intelligence plus investigation. Um, and I'm going to use a willpower. Okay. Well, I didn't learn much. One. Uh, Uh, you found some stuff on uh, Charlie's family tree. Um, his, his father or his parents were Lawrence and Amelia Connor, uh, and and uh, on his uh, Lawrence's parents were. You know, let me get this to where I can read it. Stupid word. Uh, yeah, uh, Lawrence Connor was the son of William and Anna Connor, uh, and he was born in 1935. Uh, and there's not any information that you can find about them, uh, although you can find Amelia's parents. Amelia, your grandmother, who you have never met, um, uh, her she's the one who has the uh, genealogy records on because she's in the uh, among other. Things. Uh, she is in the Knoxville Genealogical Society and has her hoity toity relatives going back to, you know, Daniel Boone or something. All right, cool. I just want to do that last little check before we logged off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. A couple quick things we have released our first character look on Patreon at Knoxville by Night. You can follow along there for as low as $1. There will be future content, character breakdowns, and other stretch goals that will be posted there. Your support will go a long way. We also just posted episode discussions on the Reddit page at r slash knoxvillebynightpod, and we will be doing that going forward. We are still active on our Instagram and Twitter pages, and we plan to be more involved on all social media areas. You can message us on any of our social media accounts for requests, ideas, or other ways to make this show better. And speaking of that, shout out to With Pins and Needles on Instagram for the helpful input on making the show a better one. Please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to us, and as always, episodes will be released on Friday nights. Your players tonight have been Luke, or Chris, you know, Anthony, Brooke, Chrissy, and Stick. Storyteller is Alan, or the Sinister Man. 
The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again and hope you all join us next session. Thank you.